LF podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? On the show today, we have Angel Penn of Malakware. She is the owner of Malakware, which means Angel Messenger of Good News, where she releases her creative mind by sketching slash designing top quality apparel and shoes made in London, derived here in Chicago. Her apparel is released by collections, which have a minimum amount of inventory so that each customer can feel proud of being one of a few that is rocking a collection item from Malakware. She thrives to target a very diverse crowd of people, whether it's an individual at the local bar, all the way to the celebrities. She spends a great amount of time networking in the States and internationally to make Malakware a household name. Malakware can be found at your local pop-up shops, fashion events, and online at malakware.com. Hope you enjoy this episode with Angel of Malakware. So today we're sitting down with Angel Penn of Malakware. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, tell us what you do in one to two sentences. Oh, in one to two sentences, okay. Um, so again, my name is Angel Penn, owner of Malakware, so that's number one. Um, my background is a business business professional. I went to school for supply chain management, got my undergrad, then I got my MBA, started my PhD, but I'm not going to talk about that. Um, so right now I work for a oil and gas firm. Um, that's my full-time job. Um, and then in my free time, I'm promoting and branding Malakware. And what is Malakware? Malakware is a designer clothing line, streetwear um, in particular. Um, we also have shoes as well made directly from Italy that we're combining with our apparel. So how do you go from being a business professional working at an oil company mm-hmm. to starting a fashion line? Those don't usually go hand in hand. <laughs> what was kind of your you know, tipping point of deciding, I want to go out and be creative? Okay, so I will say um, that the oil and gas farm was not my initial goal. Okay. Um, it's something that just happened. It was a blessing, uh, great career. Um, but initially I started in the sports industry. Um, so with that, I feel like I always had a particular swag about myself that people noticed. Mm -hmm. And I think what really like just triggered my lock where was, uh, COVID-19. We wasn't able to go out into the malls and buy and try on clothes and things of that nature. And then an additional plus that was unfortunate. Um, one of my best friends was in a car accident. Mm -hmm. And so we began branding, uh, TT strong. Okay. That was the initial clothing line. Uh, so we wore a lot of TT strong jumpsuits, long sleeves, uh, whatever you call it, whatever you name it. Um, we started wearing that clothing line, nothing else. Uh, so when she began to get better, um, we kind of, I kind of geared off from that okay. um, because I wanted to branch out more designs. Um, mm-hmm. It was getting more attraction. Um, and I went to, and I don't know if I'm gearing off of your question or no, not, okay. but I went to <laughs> London, and yeah. that's how I came up with the actual name, Malak Wear. So okay. I always wanted to kind of do my own fashion wear okay. um, because I started finding it hard to 
buy things that I really enjoy fitting, mm-hmm. you know, my physique or the color or the style became really um, hard to find. So, you know, just kind of geared off into my own direction. Yeah. <laughs> and what does like Malak kind of represent? Like, what is that like a word you came up with? Is that a word from a different language? Yep. How do you kind of come up with that sort of name? Um, so Malak is Arabic for angel. Okay. Um, and I was introduced to Malak, um, as I just mentioned, in London. I was mm-hmm. in London for two weeks working my full-time job. Okay. And of course, we would go out and explore and we was meeting new people, mm-hmm. introducing ourselves. And we met a group of people, and it was like, okay, what's your name? Angel. And they was like, no, Malak. Malak is Arabic. We're going to call you Malak all day, all night. So I kind of just took it, and, you know, it was for the moment. Mm -hmm. But when I thought about branding my shoe line, which was initial, uh, the apparel just dropped October 2021. Um, So when I started my shoe line, I was like, okay, what is a nice name that really kind of just sticks out. That can be diverse. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, Malak. I remember Malak, and I just took it, ran with it. Uh, Malak stands for Angel Messenger of Good News. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Thank you. And so <laughs> you seem to have a lot of experience from the business perspective launching your brand. What, how did you kind of put together learning about doing designs or stuff that fit you? How did that come about? Was that something you researched or just kind of played around with? Um, so I didn't really do much uh, researching on the design development. Okay. I kind of, you know, I have this office in my home, mm-hmm. got a piece of paper and just start sketching. Cool. Um, start sketching different logos, uh, different brand styles, mm-hmm. um, different uh, graphics that I wanted on the t-shirts, things of that nature. My first collection, the Messenger collection, mm-hmm. um, was very simple. Um, I really wanted the name to stand out more than anything. Okay. Um, so we had three different styles. We had um, the signature that mm-hmm. had Malak on the front, and then it had the paraphrase on the back, Angel Messenger of Good News. Sure, cool. And then we tied in another shirt that kind of just had an M on the front, mm-hmm. but then it had the envelope on the back of Frederick Douglass' um, grandson. It was okay. a postcard that Frederick... Uh, Douglas' grandson sent him when he was in office to kind of just wish him well. Super cool. Um, because a lot of people think that he kind of freed the slaves, but he actually just delivered the news. Mm, so it kind of just ties back into being an angel messenger of good news. Um, and then we had another shirt that was just like a block with a bold malak on the front mm-hmm. as well. So those just come from raw sketches and then transition that to the manufacturers to kind of develop. Cool. I think a lot of people have access to so many things online, e-commerce, walking around malls, etc., that they're gravitating towards purchasing stuff from brands that they can resonate with, right. opposed to what's cool. Like I wore a pair of jeans that I thought were kind of like a joke in high school because all the cool kids wore them. But turns out they're the only ones that fit me at the mall I went to the other day. <laughs> I get that. I get that. <laughs> and so now, like, now it's like, okay, whatever. It's like, you know, casual wear. But then you start to think about the clothes I wear, like, out and about. Who I purchase from now is, like, do I resonate with their brand? Right. Or is it about, like, you know, what is it about that actually draws me to it other than, like, what else everyone else is wearing? Because everyone can think about that. Right. So how do you kind of see yourself in the market in addition to kind of, like, your, we are just talking about, like, 
you know, your message. What else you kind of see about the draw to your company? Yeah, and I will say, first on, it's very important to me for my customers to know what they're wearing. Interesting. Um, and what the meaning behind it is. So a lot of people may purchase a shirt and I say, hey, well, just to let you know, it's Malak, not Malik or yeah. Malik A or something yeah. like that. And it stands for Angel Messenger of Good News, mm -hmm. derived from Arabic language. So that's very important for me. I know a lot of people today, they'll buy, like you say, maybe they'll just go buy it because it looks cool. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I want people to understand the brand, um, know what they're rocking, and, you know, feel good in it, you know, feel like an angel messenger of good news. So I think that's what I'm trying to brand mm -hmm. um, more than just a look. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And so right now you have your shoe line, which you started out with. You have a hoodie, which you have on right now. Yeah. What other pieces are a part of your collection? Yeah, so this hoodie actually matches with the bottom. So we have a full track suit, full cool. jumpsuit um, with our winter collection, um, which also consists of a merino wool beanie. Mm -hmm. If you've ever bought any like designer wear like Balenciaga or Louis Vuitton, they mm -hmm. use some of the similar fabrics. Cool. Um, so we really you know hone in on our quality uh, so we got the hoodies um, we got the beanies we have long sleeve uh, t-shirts for men um, in different colors we also have the uh, short v-necks for men as well with Malak written across it um, we also have like a graphic t-shirt with a paper airplane on the back cool. um, we're calling it paper mill so it kind of <laughs> just reminds you of being in the classroom writing a yeah. note whether it's a love letter or you're joking <laughs> around with somebody kind of just throwing it at them yeah. um, so that's just that message whether I guess it could be good or bad in high school right <laughs> um, but we're naive so it's all good um, and then we have our particular women wear, mm -hmm. um, which our first collection was more so unisex. Okay. Um, but I wanted to really um, bring something specific for the women. So we have these deep cut um, long sleeve t-shirts. Um, and one of my favorite ones is the Return to Malak t-shirt for the women. And it has cool. Return to on the back, kind of starting Malak, but then it finishes off in the front with one of my signature drawings. Malak, and it has like a scribble with like an arrow. So it's like Return to Malak. Um, so that's really cool mm -hmm. for that shirt. And then we have like a painting t-shirt for the women that has ML on it. Okay. All of these uh, different gears are representing our iconic envelope that we're introducing. So okay. you know how you have uh, Polo, mm -hmm. they have the symbol with the horse. Right. So Malak Wear has the envelope, uh, which is very cool, and we're branding that with our winter collection. That's a pretty interesting that you have something very recognizable mm -hmm. as your logo. It like allows for easy brand recognition. Right. So in addition to that, as a designer running a, you know, a fashion startup, if you will, what are you doing to like get your name out there? Obviously we met at a networking event mm -hmm. for fashion here in town, which is awesome. What do you kind of have to do as a business owner other than put stuff on the website and hope all your friends just buy it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when I first started the shoe line, um, it was definitely a hit or miss. I was only on Facebook okay. um, and I wasn't that active on Facebook knowing how to brand a business so I would just post the shoes create the shoes post the shoes you know that repetition um, and I started to get into the apparel um, October 2021 of last year and I began to build my Instagram 
Okay. Um, that's why I started doing a variety of things like reels and different stories and things of that nature, and then hosting my own events. Okay. Um, so the grand release for Malak Weir was in LaGrange, Georgia, where mm-hmm. I'm from, um, and a host of family and friends came out and celebrated, um, bought a whole bunch of stuff so that was really good mm-hmm. um on the back end and then with just networking in chicago mm-hmm. um i learned about chicago fashion week um at the water tower house right. powered by the fashion bar yep. um so that was a fabulous event um i think i actually seen you first there i don't think we had Probably. a chance to introduce ourselves yeah i'll try working camera stuff yeah. yeah so that was a excellent event i met individuals um, other designers, I met other, um, I met celebrities like mm-hmm. some of the hottest uh, songwriters here in Chicago. Um, I met marketing agencies, so that was a great way to kind of just release Malak Wear. Um, since then, I've been joining different pop-up shops, been doing more social media activities, um, different networking, which I think the fashion bar really kind of. Well, Chicago Fashion Week, powered by the Fashion yeah. Bar, kind of gave me that confidence to reach out to the wider audience, like um, celebrities and different rappers and things of that nature. And if you go on our page, which is Malak Weir, you will see now that we're starring like two celebrities, mm-hmm. a songwriter um, and an upcoming rapper in um, Atlanta, Georgia. Cool. Both are wearing Malak Weir, so that's getting us a lot of traction. So just trying to branch out into different avenues. Um, and I, maybe I'm going too far, but one of our biggest goals is to kind of branch out into that avenue mm-hmm. where we have bigger influencers and then like theater as well. So, Super cool. Mm-hmm. So since things are going so well, it seems like you have a nice plan for scaling. Mm-hmm. How are you handling orders? Like a lot of things you hear on Shark Tank or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. we need money for like inventory or whatnot. <laughs> I'm guessing you just don't have like a printer in your, in your basement. Oh, we got one today. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not how it's happening at all. And I find myself doing more networking. Okay. Um, finding my, you know, networking strategy versus my sales strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, the first collection did very well. And a lot of people jump into, okay, well, what did I profit off of it? Right. Um, so my strategy definitely is to not touch any of my profits or my restock fee until after four collections. Okay. So I can continue to expand the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I've done with the first collection and I'm doing it with the second collection. But the way I'm handling orders is just in my house right now. Um, I find myself just going to the post office every other day or every day if I have to and kind of just doing the sales like that because I don't want to commit to a full, you know, warehousing strategy yet until I know kind of where Malak is going definitely. And so right now I'm just handling everything on my own. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of fashion is going to move towards something similar to the cooking world. Mm -hmm. I think it's called like a ghost kitchen, right? Where you can rent out just like a little part of a kitchen and do your thing. Mm -hmm. I'm always having to rent out like a whole building. Right. Um, I think fashion is going to head that way because like fast fashion and up and coming people opposed to people who like just want to be in Macy's, right? If you'll be in Macy's, Mm -hmm. great, awesome for you. But like you need what, 10,000 piece order right. for them to like justify right. getting you in there and then you have to sell through it and then mm-hmm. you know it's all a little bit over my head but it just seems like you're very intelligent about handling things step by step and things yeah. of that nature so kind of in addition to that where do you kind of see yourself from a goal perspective you have 
you know, influencers set up? Do you have your marketing plan set up? Do you plan on opening a boutique at some point? Do you plan to be online the whole time? Mm-hmm. What's kind of your so expectation So actually, um, so my goal is I thought about, and I'm, I haven't put anything, I don't like to really put stuff in stone because I have yeah. to go get it. Mm-hmm. If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, but my thought, um, because I'm moving back down south um, th- this summer, mm-hmm. but I love Chicago and I love the dynamic and I love Houston. I was in Houston for seven years mm-hmm. um, and I just love to travel um, in general. So I'm thinking about getting a mobile boutique cool. um, so I can travel and do different pop-up shops and, you know, just reach the wider community mm-hmm. without having to have a you know, two, three luggages of apparel going and setting up, you know, I can already have that permanent station wherever I want to pull up to, whether it's a restaurant or whether it's a lounge or a bookstore, we're already ready to go and, hey, come in and take a look, so. That kind of stuff definitely works. One of my friends is doing a three-month stint at a boutique in town, then another three-month stint at another boutique, Mm -hmm. just to see if she wants to open her own, right? Like, it's... A huge collaboration like hey come on in here Mm -hmm. and like we have you know makeup being done we have um, jewelry to try on clothes to try on oh and the boutique that's already here we went there the other day and it was like my my wallet's empty from all the money to spend but (laughs) (laughs) it was awesome you just go there and have like a fun time like party collaboration Mm -hmm. and like I don't know how many people are just like oh yeah on Wednesday at like 4 o'clock I'm gonna go buy some clothes like no one does that that's when the boutiques are open right so you have to be kind of creative so that's interesting thought about that that way Mm -hmm. but um, yeah like from some of the things that you've gone through so far it seems like a lot of stuff's going well what are some of the challenges you've gone through? <laughs> oh, there's been plenty. So um, one, and I was, I've, I've been thinking about it, but there's been one in particular uh, that I won't forget. Mm-hmm. So I started off, you know, um, I said I started off on Facebook. Yeah. And when I started trying to do more, you know, modern technology, social media type of thing. So I did this uh, happy hour. I think it was every Friday I was doing happy hour for probably about one hour, maybe one and a half if mm-hmm. I had the time. And I was giving out discounts um, for our first collection. So whether it was 10%, 15%, um, 30%, if sales had went well. I think after Fashion Week, things had went so well. We just had a few items left. I did like 35% or something like that. Um, And so when I started the business, I actually leveraged my sister's skills to develop my website. Um, So that's another key thing. You really don't have to have a lot of money to develop your website. You can learn these things on your own. Um, but with me and my full-time job, I didn't really have yeah. the time. So I leveraged my sister. She built the website, did a phenomenal job. Um, so I was doing these um, happy hours, and I was generating these discounts codes. So I'm like, okay, I can do that. I don't have to call my sister every time I want to generate a discount code. Um, so one event, I did 35%. And I thought I was just doing it for, like, a limited quantity. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you buy one item, you get 35% off, but everything else is full price. <laughs> Didn't go that way. <laughs> Didn't go that way. I had a customer buy every item that we had on site with that 35% discount code. And what would generally be like a $700 order came up to like $250. I'm like, what (laughs) did you do and how did you do it? (laughs) So that was definitely a lesson learned. Um, Left myself full space for failure 
overcame that, learned the system, and uh, yeah, that won't be happening again. <laughs> Discounts are a tricky spot. Like I deal with it all the time with like the restaurant industry, my my friends, or you know, like hey, like I'll give you like ten percent off or something. Like I came here to support you. Like let me right. pay full price, right? And then it's like when you're selling stuff, when you're trying to make money to pay to like live or like mm-hmm. to like get your brand running, like. Why do you need a discount? Like, you just walked in here, right. just met you five seconds ago, like, can you give me a discount? No. Right. Like, I, I'm definitely not good at it. I was in sales for a while at my day job. Now I'm out of it. But I always joke, and I feel like I'm, at some point I'm confident enough to say, like, if you can't pay for my price, I have other customers that will. Right. It comes off really rude, but it's just like, you're, like, downgrading me, disrespecting mm-hmm. me for asking me for a discount on something I have already priced right. and what I think is fair. And if people like it, like, great, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's like kind of like the catch-22 of, like, influencers and stuff, right? Like, I have friends that, uh, you know, reach out, hey, can you, like, take a picture of you yourself, like, with my stuff on your Instagram? I'm like, mm-hmm. no. They wouldn't be no. I'm like, I just post stupid stuff of me joking around. No one's going to buy anything that I posted. Right. Like, I have, like, seven pairs of glasses for my friend from UK. Mm-hmm. No one's ever been like, can you, can you send me some of those? Because right. you can only buy them in person in UK. Mm. Granted, it's a very extreme example but you know what I mean like right. all of like oh that video was stupid and funny thank you right. I got seven <laughs> likes like new record <laughs> I get that I get that but yeah anything else you want to leave our listeners with before we sign off um, like where to reach you where to kind of get a hold of you etc yeah absolutely so again you can reach us on Facebook Malakware IG Malakware you can also purchase uh, the gear on Malakware.com Okay, perfect. Anything like inspirational things you want to say before we sign off? Yeah, um, to everyone that's up and coming in the clothing industry, you don't have to start off with tons and thousands of dollars. You just start off with a vision and with a thought and start off where you feel comfortable and it'll grow where your vision takes you. Perfect. Let's wrap with that. So this episode was pretty interesting. Um, actually, I'm sitting here wearing a jumper that I got from Angel at Malakwear and is the most comfortable outfit I've ever put on. And this is my new uh, hangout stuff. And by hangout, I mean I put it on to go to brunch, I'm putting it on to go to dinner later, and it is just awesome. I would definitely recommend getting your hands on some stuff from Swag from Malakwear. This is absolutely incredible. Hope you enjoyed this episode. This episode is sponsored by Bites Asian Kitchen and Tropical Bar. The best of times are always shared at the table. Superb Asian food and tropical cocktails, paradise also awaits you at Bites. We at Bites believe that food is more than merely a part of survival. It is our passion. It has the power to transcend languages, cultures, and ethnic backgrounds. Through food, we share our culture with new friends and old. We share a piece of who we are, and by coming together for meals, We try good stories while creating new ones. At Bites, we want to celebrate cultures from around the world. We've been inspired by Thailand, China, Japan, and more. We're also excited by the opportunity to continue creating new recipes. Food is always better when shared amongst friends, and that is how we shape our menu. With creative cocktails and a menu that constantly evolving, a new story awaits you at Bites. And probably me. Clarification, moved away from the Buddha, moved on over to the Rose Cava. You know, gotta get this body back in tip-top shape to be a male model. Please stop by and join us at Bites. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference... 
Those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.